Hey, everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your Wednesday live cast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your host, Kicker, the chief of Serial, the sigilite of Frontline Gaming. And uh, not Seth, I'm not Seth, I'm Nikki D, <laughs> producer and flannel fan uh, and fill-in host for tonight. Kicker, how are you tonight, bud? I am doing great. I've got a nice carbonated beverage tonight. I, my, my wife got me some some bougie drink, uh, Olipop ginger lemon. I, uh, ginger lemon. I have no idea Ooh. what the hell it is, but it is. A, it's a bit spicy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, life life is good, guys. If you are listening to our podcast, please consider watching us live every Wednesday night, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can see the beverage of choice for that night, as well as hobby progress check out my hobby progress it is not as impressive as what i normally produce is, on the show is that a is that a riptide or a ghost no it's keel? a ghost keel from ghost tau keel. Okay. i don't even know if i'm saying it right so guys i hate tau like i really hate tau but i love crute and i can't wait till the crute releases are coming up you know i have no idea when and i'm really really desperate to start like working on that but i figured you know crew could probably use some like you know some 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 heavy hitters so i'm like okay you know i'll work on a, full, a few ghost keels because i i feel like i can go with kind of like a stealth vibe i don't know crew up front yeah. stealth suits in the back i don't know uh so that is my first tau miniature i've ever assembled and i did not enjoy it not one bit i just i just don't like the tau aesthetic at all i'm sorry just not now, doing it for me crew crew in the front tau in the back is that like the 40k version of a mullet yeah exactly right perfect perfect perfect, perfect. well i mean almost reverse right because we need the crew in the back they're like the party animals right the, the, yeah so yeah it's, we should flip it but yeah 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 it is uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i don't know it, it seems like it'll be a fun list i have no idea if it's gonna be any good i gotta see if the uh <laughs> what the codex brings but i it's at least something to keep me entertained till i get some new crew miniatures to paint what about you dude have you been have you been doing anything productive yeah, so I actually played in a trios tournament this uh, this past weekend. Talked about it last week. So I Wait, a trios. We got to explain that. Is that three distinct games taking place, or is it one army comprised of three players? All like you know, a three thousand point game or something. Three players. Okay, three players. And three three, three players. One. Uh, so you as a team, you play two games at the same time. One of the players plays a full two thousand point list. The other, like in the picture that is now on screen, uh, my buddy Chad and I, we are playing together with two 1,000-point armies, each <laughs> or playing against another team that has two 1,000-point armies. This is the weirdest there's, format I've ever heard of, so man. There's, there's one of our players is playing a full 2K game versus 2K, and then the other two of us play, a, a, it's still a 2K <laughs> game, but it's comprised of us playing... 1000 dude that's a little like weird i mean okay so so is this like a, a a reoccurring thing that you guys do in in maryland is this like a uh no actually it's this was modified from what nova does as a trios event okay so cool. yeah so wow. we we ran that and had a great time with it my team we finished in second place All so right. we were shooting Congrats. for first we we <laughs> lost our second game by a combined nine points and that team we lost to was the team that won the whole thing. So, you know, that that part not we, we had a great showing of we had a great showing for the event, had a great time with it. We scored our team scored the mass, most battle points. Um we had a great time, but uh we just didn't get that W. So, uh I've got more games this weekend. I'll be playing at the Battle to End Alzheimer's this weekend. We talked about that uh last week. I I ran Necrons last week. I'll be running Demons this upcoming week. So, I got to mix up some things here and there. But uh speaking though, I'm going to go back a second here kicker. Uh, folks already saw that our friend Seth is not here tonight. He is celebrating Valentine's Day, but he oh, did. he's a responsible significant other, unlike you and I who are spending Valentine's Day recording. I, 
I, I made sure to schedule my Valentine's Day date for uh, for tomorrow night for Thursday. So oh, wow. we had we had that part covered. But yeah, Seth is working on his Necrons. He wants everybody to know that he is busy getting them ready so that you will see his Necrons at Cherokee. His, oh, look at those. Look at those. Describe yeah. his miniatures because Seth can't describe them here. What, yeah, what, so what are we looking at? This is his custom scheme that he's been working on for Necrons when he started collecting them back in, back in 8th or ninth, no, ninth edition. Uh, very like a silver metallic uh, for, for the body and the spine on the wraiths, but then their claws and their appendages are kind of black and how they're set up uh, but then with orange claws and lights so the orange really pops on it i i like that a lot actually uh, it's it's very vibrant with but with but simple right only yeah. a couple colors that are in there but it really but does it pops pop. yeah and and seth you know kudos to him he's staying on top of it man he he knows he has a goal he's got to be ready for cherokee and he's he's plugging away knocking one unit out at a time out so good good job on on him um well guys uh thank you if you are listening to us uh, right now live in chat you can be our valentine's for the day <laughs> i mean geez i just i i feel kind of terrible that uh we're doing this without our my, my, my wife we don't we don't do like date nights on weekdays we're just too busy so we'll do our date night on friday but there you go. all right uh let's talk about some frontline gaming gw nerd news you know all the good stuff right let's start off with games workshop news the crude trail shaper yes i was talking about crude earlier and i'm talking about him again uh you know, it, it's another model. It's another Kroot miniature. It's it's a little interesting that we have a third care. I think this is the third character they've now announced uh, for, so. for this new crew release. Um, I just I look at this miniature and he's great. I kind of like the 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 weapon being reloaded or whatever, but. It just doesn't have the, hey, look at me, I'm a character aesthetic we've come to know and love from Games Workshop manufactured characters. He just looks like an average Joe, or I guess an average crew. I don't know. He's not He's not really uh, standing out to me, which is not necessarily a, a, a terrible thing. I just I feel like it's something that you can easily just replace with any old model. What, what do you think, Nick? Now, Kicker, I mean, you, you referenced Average Joe, so I want to see somebody paint this as Average Joe's from the movie Dodgeball, and like, of let's course. get a cr let's yes. get a crude army, Average Joe's versus Globo Jim. There you go. Covers. Perfect. Let's uh, do it. I let's want do that. It. <laughs> um, actually, is this a is this a model that already exists in the crude range and is just getting a, a model refresh, or is this brand new? So traditionally, or I guess historically, they've been these shaper characters for crude, and it was a shaper that was mm -hmm. the character for crude. Now it looks like they're taking that same concept of this shaper leader and making it into, I guess, one, two, three distinct shapers, each with their own like kind of specialty. So one seems to be a okay. combat shaper, one looks like he's going to be a buffing shaper, and then this guy looks like to based off the the rules that GW's reviewed. I'm not leaking anything that's that hasn't already been yep. stated publicly. That this guy will be able to redeploy uh, miniatures, which is always a good little trait, you know, being able to redeploy after we know who goes first so that that alone is is a reason to bring him but yeah i just i wasn't blown away with his looks just because he doesn't really stand out does he have a tactical rock i, I didn't notice Did he have oh there's rock? yeah there's there's tactical okay. there's tactical he's got okay. he's got two it almost kind of looks like uh an empire strikes back when when yoda is stacking or luke is stacking rocks for yoda like <laughs> yes that's that's yes. what he's getting to there so that's, 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 that's what it reminds me of okay cool <laughs> uh, we, we have to start naming the tactical rock uh, formations, I guess, or poses. So, all right, great. Yeah, no, um, but anyway, another miniature. It's always good to see more new stuff, but we've got other stuff coming out. Um, the new Cities of Sigmar Flesh Eater Quartz Spearhead Box. So this is one of those kind of start collecting boxes. What's yep. interesting though, is they're calling it a spearhead. Did, did, did I, did, did I miss this? When did they transition the name to spearhead? Is that the new, you know, I noticed it kicker. It's funny you say that. Cause I noticed it when I was preparing the notes a few weeks ago yeah. um, as it relates to to the shows and basically i don't know right in 40k we have their combat patrol boxes yeah. and there is currently combat... currently they're combat patrols they used to be yep. start collecting and yeah and combat patrol is a version of the game you can play in 40k now i am not 
intimate enough with Warhammer Age of Sigmar to know if Spearhead uh, is a smaller version of the game. Yeah. Uh, if it's not, then maybe it'll be a new version in the not so distant future. That would just be my guess. Again, based on Combat Patrol for 40k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another box set. This was actually up for pre-order. It went up for pre-order last week, um, mm -hmm. but I want to uh, touch on it. Uh, our friends at GW sent me this box, the, the Fangs of the Blood Queen. So this went up yeah. for pre-order last week, and I, I just wanted to say that, you know, uh, I guess a nod of approval or a thanks maybe. I really appreciate that GW has been including more and more critters in their in their box sets, more and more animals, dogs. I mean, there's that whole Cities of Sigmar kit with like multiple dogs. And and even though there's a little tiny little croup baby hound in one of the upcoming miniatures they've shown. So anyway, I really like that this whole box is basically just dogs and bats in the leader. So I don't know. What, what do you guys think in chat? Do you like more animals in the in your game system? Do you, do you think your warriors should have pets? I I, I know, Nick, you're, you're a dog lover. You'd love to have mm -hmm. some canine friends along to uh, battle with you right yeah i mean i'm i'm running flesh hounds in my oh, demons go. list this weekend so that's my there demon dogs that are here uh there kicker while we're waiting for chat to respond to that question i will note that downvoting people in chat confirms that in the reveal uh for these boxes and, and games workshop article they did mention that uh spearhead is the new name or uh is is the new name for those boxes so uh -huh. or how they're going to be set so that is a new thing that they are doing uh confirmed We'll find out what it means you know, more, yeah more beyond that so um as it relates to critters uh, or little things that are gonna be included included our friend dean uh shouts critters for the critter god yeah uh, in, in chat here so he is a big fan of having uh lots of little things to go with the army um that's included there but that's what we've got so far so uh, can i admit something to you i'm slightly embarrassed but i started yeah. entire space wolf army i think at the uh, beginning of eighth edition purely because i like the the Phoenician wolves like i just like oh i want i want doggos i want dogs uh i don't think that was a good idea Idea to start that army i quickly discontinued it despite me having i think 15 dogs beautifully painted uh or i should say wolves i made them i painted them all to look like coyotes actually i was like oh, they look really badass but they uh rarely see uh the tables now that was uh, going to be my question kicker is yeah. how you painted them because back when i played warhammer fantasy and i played the ogres they had the saber tusk yeah i painted, I painted them they're they're Big dogs, cats, something like that. Yeah, but I yeah. painted. I, my, I growing up, I had collies like Lassie, so I painted mine like Lassie because it was uh, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have the models on the table, I want them to look like my dog, right? Yeah, of course, of course, that of course. I mean, like that's the natural, you know, option. <laughs> like that's what you do, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I really, I really love the paint job on my 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 wolves, my Phoenician wolves, but they just. I just don't like playing Space Wolves. Um, all right, let's jump on to, I guess, pre-orders are going up for this pre-order this weekend. Uh, Nick, why don't you start us off? What's, what's, what's getting released this weekend? Pre-order this weekend, everybody. If you like Space Marines and you want to get individual units from the Leviathan box set, you are in luck. Uh, basically, anything that wasn't already available as a standalone from Leviathan is now up for pre-order. So this is going to be the Captain, uh, but the Captain and Terminator Army armor but it does come with different weapon weapon options. So that's going to be, I think, a pretty popular one just because of the weapon options. Aside from that, you're going to get Heroes of the Chapter, which is, um, they've been doing oh, this with a few, yeah, they've been doing this with a few where it's it's a couple of like characters boxed together. Uh, but this includes the Stern Guard, Apothecary Biologus, which is very popular, and then the Lieutenant with Combi Weapon, which we're not seeing quite as much in Space Marine list as we used to, but still common enough. The Ballistus Dreadnought, that's also up for pre-order. The, uh, 
Infernus squad, and then two other squads that were not available from Leviathan, but were available for from the kill team box set yeah. uh, kicker. This is the Space Marine Scout squad. You can get 10 of them. And then the Striking Scorpion, the Eldar uh, squad, 10 of them. So a lot of things up for pre-order. I expect it's going to be a pretty popular week for pre-orders, uh, just yeah. because a lot of those are units that people are going to want to throw into their so, so So pick one. So you say you're, you're, you're treating yourself to a new Space Marine unit based off of what we've seen so far with 10th edition. Which one of these Space Marine sets is the one to buy? Say you're investing in Space Marines. You're going to go buy something this weekend. What is the most popular? I mean, I know you're not, you know, you do play Blood Angels, but I mean, come on. Yeah. Are, are, are we buying the Captain Terminator armor? Is that the one? That's the most customizable one. And like, I think that'll be the one that might be most popular among hobbyists. But the the heroes of the chapter with Stern Guard, they're not going to be the interest point. It's more so going to be Apothecary Biologist uh, and the Lieutenant yeah. with Combi Weapon, right? Like there's, there's always going to be folks looking to pick up one maybe more of those um and then aside from that i'd probably say the ballistic dreadnought people love stompy robots and ballistic red uh, dreadnought is exactly that yeah, i think nice to me well, he's a stompy shooty one. robot he's got yeah know, that's true yeah <laughs> oh uh up for pre-order this weekend as well is more legion imperialis aka epic stuff we've just got it we've got another book we've got some support for the solar auxiliaria the Astartes. there's a, a couple tanks a malkador and valdor tanks uh spartan assault tanks just more stuff for that game system it's nice to see it steadily continue to roll out for sure let's jump into the frontline gaming news guys cherokee is next week um we usually do we do this already event uh, about a week before the event we have this giant post with all the info that will be coming out likely on friday yeah please need to read it it's got everything you need to know and more uh look for it it'll be on the frontline gaming website as well as on all our social media and if you've bought a ticket it'll probably likely get emailed to you as well and exciting stuff for this year guys duncan's uh duncan Rhodes. he's sending a team member from from his staff to go and help teach you how to uh, paint He'll be there all weekend long. They'll be demoing Duncan's paint, but it's pretty cool. The guy will be there from his team all weekend there to help you, as well as Jacob from Hobby Goblins, who's always happy to help yeah. uh, teach people how to paint as well. Um, oh, and and we'll have the, the photo opportunities that you had at LVO. If you didn't go to LVO, we'll have the big... Uh, Back, uh, backdrop so you can take photos with those cool hobby goblin props the the weapon replicas and stuff with a, the, the the ruined battlescape behind you and, and so all good stuff rocky mountain open guys there's only a few spots left this is the event taking place in march so right on the uh, the heels of cherokee there are a few spots left for age of sigmar 40k is basically sold out we added a few a few more tickets just because people begged and so we, we we added a few more but uh, age of sigmar we won't be able to add more after the last i think two or three sell out and um more stuff will be announced about rocky mountain open after cherokee we just gotta get through cherokee before we can stay all the other fun stuff happening there but there will be a a after hour social party at one of the local breweries and bao that's on the horizon guys <laughs> Old World is happening. This will be the first time Frontline Gaming has ever held an Old World event, I guess, uh, since I've been at the company. And it's going to be a whole new world for us. So, well, it's going to be a new world playing new, Old World. I don't know. Yeah, new new Old World. New yes. Old World. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, and, and and new new for BAO this year. There'll be way more swag bundled in with your ticket. We're trying something new, something that a lot of people have asked for. So, basically, you'll get a ticket, and your ticket will have a bunch more stuff included with it. Give us a week or two and those tickets should be live. And finally, guys, Champions Cup. Yes, there will be set terrain. A lot of people have been asking about it. The terrain will be set. It will likely be composed of three different styles of terrain. Definitely WTC, likely GW, and then a third one that will be kind of a wild card. 
It will all be in the player packet. The player package should be released sometime next month with the specific terrain sets that will be used. But definitely WTC and all of, all three will be uh, set terrain with very clear layouts. And let's hop into nerd news. Nick, this is you, man. Do we have anything interesting in the pop cultural world? I mean, what's going on, man? Come on, some TV stuff, some movies. Oh, oh boy. Uh, you got something? Yeah, yeah, a, a big one. We got this past weekend, there was this... Super Bowl, obviously. Oh yeah, but we're not we're weekend. we're not here to talk about sports, folks, uh, unless it's Blood Bowl, because we would talk about Blood Bowl. We would talk about Blood Bowl for sure. Yeah. No, kicker, Deadpool and Wolverine. It's it yeah. is the big Marvel movie coming out this year. It is part of the MCU, or as the movie states, it's Deadpool going to kill or destroy the MCU. Uh, <laughs> but the, the the big part here, you're, you're getting Ryan Redpool, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. You're we're getting Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Now they they were in a movie uh, together many years ago and in a Wolverine X Men movie. But folks, we're not going to talk about that. We all know that 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 was just a bad fever dream. This <laughs> oh. this is going to be the Deadpool and Wolverine movie that I think we're all really really looking forward to. Now, so kicker, Deadpool. How, how are, are are you a Deadpool fan? Are you a fan of the Deadpool movies? Does this have you excited? I mean, so so I'm going to be straight up, man. I could care less about Deadpool, but Wolverine. Now we're talking. Uh, my, I'd say he's my spirit animal. I, I don't know. I, I I used to have serious mutton chops like Wolverine. Mm -hmm. uh, I was mistaken for Wolverine many times in college. It's a lot, you know. I just, uh, yeah, it was it was big big fan, big fan of Wolverine. That is my X Men of choice. Uh, clearly, though, you are a a Deadpool fan, right? Yeah, love Deadpool. Um, so I, I I love Deadpool. I've read many. I I own many of the different comic series that Deadpool has been in. Absolutely favorite of mine. Ryan Reynolds is the perfect casting. Uh, that's that's he there is. for him. And I I can't wait for it. Uh, this is Marvel Cinematic Universe has been really up and down since Endgame and and, and Infinity War, right? Yeah. Pro probably more misses than hits. Uh, you know, I say that as a fan myself. But uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Could not be more excited for it. So go check out the trailer if you haven't had a chance to already. Uh, definitely worth worth a visit. Uh, Do we know when the movie goes uh, public? When it's going to be available? This this summer? I don't remember the exact date. Um, I'll have to look and confirm that next week when Seth and I are, are back for next week's show. Yeah. But it, it, it's coming sooner rather than the, I mean a few months. But cool, it'll be this year. Cool, cool, so. cool, cool, cool. Hey, did you hear about the Aliens prequel thing that's happening? It looks like there's going to be some sort of Aliens series. Is yes. that is it, yeah right? That's that's kind of cool. On, on my radar, it's a prequel to the Alien series, but I think it's supposed to be after the Prometheus uh, TV or a movie. Excuse movie, me, yeah. if you've if you've seen that, it, it's going to be on FX. So if you have uh, Hulu for streaming, you should have access to that as well. I don't know when it starts or when that's going to be available. No. Uh, pers personally, for me, Alien, the first one, and then Aliens, the sequel, are two of my favorite yes. horror and action films ever. Most of the movies and things in the series after that have largely been lackluster but i just love those first two so much that i will go and check out the news this series when it and, and i don't think you're alone in, in in saying that nick i think a lot of people say and and, and believe firmly that the first two are are, are aliens or what this, the whole yes. franchise should be focused around so hopefully the the creators of this new series are are you know paying a respect to the the original videos uh movies so yeah. all right cool uh we should hop into our main segment talking about playing and playing against horde armies nick you, you want to give us a little summary here yeah so as kicker and i were preparing for this week's show and you know what we wanted to, to talk about right now we've got cherokee and next week is going to be the big preview of Cherokee and who's going to be at Cherokee Seth and I will cover that and we'll obviously cover the results from Cherokee the week week after but we're trying to figure out well what do we want to talk about this week one of the things that we're kind of seeing right now is it's a funky meta 
right? We're, we're now after this balanced data slate, but even, you know, before then at LVO, we saw some kind of unique armies. The big thing here is that there are some horde armies, so just lots and lots of little bodies that are starting to pop up. Uh, we saw this um, at, at LVO with Nid Swarm making the top four, and we've seen this with a few other armies, um, even just changes with the meta, dev, devastating wounds for a long time now, they don't spill over. That was it's a huge game. deal, huge right? deal. It was a big limiter because, you know, kicker, you play you play guard, right? Mm -hmm. If you've got a, a squad of 10 or, you know, 20 guardsmen and you get hit by one Wraith Knight shot and it's there, there goes 12 of your guardsmen, They're right? All gone, yeah. that's, that's that's everybody. That's everything. But now with that change to devastating wounds, your your units can kind of stay on the board a little bit between that. And then as the meta is shifting and updating, there are some armies that are bringing more tanks, more, you know, heavy support weapons, other items like that, lots of big weapons. And as more tanks are being brought into the meta, people are gearing up their weapons or their squads with weapon options that are meant to kill tanks. That does create kind of a sweet spot where if you've got an army that has just a lot of little guys running up and down the field, it becomes its own stat check. Most people think yeah. of stat check for just lots of big guys, but it does work in the reverse as well. <laughs> I never so, thought about that yet. Can you clear a horde? Yes, that's exact. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but it is an item where, <laughs> you know, I myself, I love to play big monsters. That's that's what I prefer. Uh, and that's what I like to have. That's what I like to hobby. Kicker, you're a guy that plays guard. You play yeah. admec with lots of infantry and, you know, other things. Dude, like I that. play orcs too, right? You like, play, I yep. like my horde armies for some reason. And I, and I never like thought that I like, didn't, I didn't want to play a horde army because I'm like, oh, I want to play hordes. I think it's cool. I just kind of stumbled into it. The more I play horde armies, the more I like having like a lot of stuff on the table. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of good and bad, right? Uh, you, you know, playing playing this unit, but let's talk about the good first. I mean, yeah. it's thematic. It's cool to see like the visual immersion of, of looking at the table and just seeing the sea of guys charge forward just looks cool. And and that, that gets me kind of, you know, really invested in it. Um, but I also... <laughs> I, 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 I like the, uh, I'm going to go, go right to the big reason, man. I love that the army can take a punch. You have yeah. redundancy. So it's not like you have this one, like it's the exact opposite of knights. You lose a knight, you know, a quarter, maybe a third of your army's dead, right? It's over. Mm -hmm. With hordes, especially the way guard play currently, where you can recycle them through the reinforcement strat. But a lot of the other horde armies have something kind of like that, you know, or, or you, the fact that you can take a punch and it's not that big of a deal, you know, it makes it way more comfortable for me because because I, 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 I don't get like, I, I want to be able to know that I can go second and not get yeah. totally obliterated, right? You know, I, I want to be able to know that I can take a risky move and it's okay if I lose those guys. You know, I want to be able to throw some guys in an objective, know they're going to die, but at least they're going to score the the objective that I'm going for or the, the little mission. So I think that's one of the really advantage, advantageous things to, to play hordes. Now, I am not a super competitive player. I'm not somebody qualified to talk about the competitive reasons, but that's just what I found in my own little world. But one thing you did touch on though, man, is that, Hordes, like a lot of people are bringing las cannons or their equivalent right now. <laughs> Those don't do crap to hordes, and it has been really, really nice for me as a as a, as a guy running a lot of small little bodies. That uh, you know, okay, whatever, just ignore those. I don't, I don't care. I don't care at all. I don't care yeah. at all. Um, what about you? Have you ever tried playing a horde army, Nick? So I got into Warhammer playing Skaven in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, horde army with rank and flank, that's a whole different animal. And when I switched to playing 40k, I really didn't want to play a horde army because I already had that experience. So that's why that's part of the reason why I started playing Blood Angels. But then when I started playing Death Guard in 8th edition, I was running 
death guard list with 60, 80 pox walkers, which, uh, you know, a similar feel uh, that, that goes to it. So I've had some of that experience again, yeah. uh, you know, Necron warriors in ninth edition, early parts of 10th edition with uh, a right silver tide was the thing. Um, so yeah. I've played, I've not to the extreme that others have for myself in 40 K because I, I don't, I'm not sure I want to go back there. Uh, to, to that, just not my preferred play style for 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 playing hordes and, and for playing the game. But you see it, and so this is where I wanted to go as well, kicker, for our kind of our conversation because there's a lot of aspects that go to playing a horde, and it can be a very taxing element in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, normally, what's the big thing that you hear about when it comes to playing a horde army? It's people worrying about am I going to clock out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're at a big event, you know, there's a lot of people where as soon as they see an opponent and on, you know, on BCP that they're paired against that it's, it's, it's horde orcs, it's horde mids, yeah. it's horde guard, whatever it is. The first thing that they're probably going to do is, Hey, let's make sure we get a clock so that we can, so that they, the guard player can stay on time. I will. Was that why, was that why you decided not to play hordes or why you decided that's not your play style of choice? It's, um, it's part of it, but the. The part for me, it's just, it's, it's a lot to do. Um, and, and for me, it's, it's more so I, I just, um, that's a lot to keep track of over the course of three yeah. games in a day or three games over multiple days. Yeah. And that's part of why I like the monsters. I don't have to worry about so many different moving pieces, right? Beginning of, of 10th edition here, when I was playing demons, my list was basically five big monsters and a couple other <laughs> units to do, to do actions. So Cute. when I'm playing a two or three day event, that's just, it's less mental load. Yeah. It's less stress on my brain that I have to worry about. Now, it means every action that I take, it means it matters more. But over the course of several days, um, it was, I was worried about making sure that I treated the game and the event as a marathon and not a sprint. <laughs> whereas when you're, whereas when you're playing a horde, my experience is it feels like you're always having to sprint to move your models, to make your action, to, to get everything, to get everything in the right position. So, so I'm not, like I said, I'm not the uber competitive player here. I do play horde armies traditionally, and I've been playing for a long time. And one of the things I found, and I think is, is, is pretty much, a, a, I'm not, I'm going to say a fact, but you know, a reality is that a lot of the more diehard dedicated horde players are not the ones timing out. They are super yes. efficient with their movements. They've got it down to a, a very, is, is, you know, a, I don't know, it's a skill set they've developed over the years. And I find that's actually one of the fun things for me as a horde player is that it keeps me moving. So when I'm moving, I'm like, oh, go, 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 go. I'm, in case you haven't realized, I'm a pretty high octane guy. So running around <laughs> a <know>. table, moving, <laughs> moving miniatures keeps me excited and almost like an adrenaline rush to me. Uh, when I, when it does, when I am on a clock, right. When I'm playing friends that want to go on a clock, I, I mean, I, it's like another, it's another, it's like a game within a game for me. Like I want to go ahead and, and, and be super efficient with everything I do. Like, you know what? I'm not going to fire that squad. They, they their little as guns are not going to make a difference or that, that, that blob of 10 guys. I play, um, far more, uh, with intent than maybe some people do. And I'll mm -hmm. say, okay, the, these guys are deep striking in. They're just deep striking nine inches away from those guys. I'm just putting them in a cluster right here. Let's go into the next step of the game. Um, you know, they'll make their charge. They don't make their charge. You know, they're, they're within rapid fire range, they're, they're not. I'll I'll adjust them when we have some more time, you know, to, to, to but let's just keep this game going, going. Um, especially moving with big blobs of, of 20. Now I was going to say 10, but that's the, that's the thing of the past. Moving blobs of 20 now, you know, you can run 20 orcs, you can run 20 guard. Um, you know, what I'll do is I'll move the, the front rank, I guess, the front five up front, and then I'll just 
move the rest all directly behind them, but like one big like pile behind them, you know, as close as I can to them. One big, it's, it's not pretty sometimes, but at least it keeps the game going. And I, you know, my friends and the people I usually play with kind of get what I'm doing. It's, it's very much uh, with intent, but yeah. what, what, what do you think about some of the other detriments? Cause I mean, there's many reasons what you need to be like many things you should be, you know, cautious of what, you know, going the horde route are the yeah. things that like scared you off or, well, so before I jump into that, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll note a couple things actually from our chat kicker, and it's it's uh, some some people with D names that begin with D that are active as it goes to this topic. So yeah. Dorian, who's usually in the chat, notes that it's even more important to th uh, think out your turns yeah. when you're playing Horde during your opponent's turn. Yeah, right? you you should be doing that anyways, but it just amplifies it that much more because of how big everything, how how big your units are, how much board space you're. He's a hundred percent right. Right in your in your opponent's turn, you should be already flooding out where I'm going to move that 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 brick of guys. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Dorian. Yep. And then uh, Dean uh, Dean notes that as it comes to this, that you know he he's barely finished his games when playing orcs or playing against orc horde, and that uh, it really becomes what you need to do is focus on the on doing things in the game that matter. Yeah. And if it doesn't matter, don't do it. So what could this mean in a game of 40K? Uh, and this is generally when it comes to, you know, how you play and kicker the question that you presented. Your actions are going to matter more. So yeah. you need to focus early and often on getting them off primary because otherwise they'll just drown drown you in bodies on the objective and you score the game right 40 points of the game mm -hmm. or that you can or 45 excuse me you can score on primary if you just only hold your home objective because it's just wave and wave of of horde you're going to yeah. lose the game right yeah. and then the opposite is also true where especially with hordes of bodies and i think you saw this from uh, the tyranid player and I, I apologize i forget his name but the tyranid player who finished top four at lvo you saw in some of the interviews on war games live and joe talking about it where you know, normally some people are used to taking, you know, deploy teleport homers as a secondary, or they're used to jumping around in the backfield of their opponents. When you've got that many bodies around, it gets really difficult to score some of those secondaries, yeah. whether they're tactical or, you know, if you want to double up behind enemy lines and, and deploy teleport homers, if that's what you prefer, a lot of times versus wards, you don't have the space to do that. Yeah, so you on. really need to have an action plan, really focus on not just how many bodies there are, but what is going to score you the points, what's going to get you what you need to, um, and, and then the, the other part of this game is that generally when you have your go turn, right, that's that's the, the terminology that a lot of players will use, your go turn, your push, you really have to push. Um, don't let up, you know, make sure you're taking everything and holding it back that's there because you give them even an inch, they've got a lot of bodies that are going to fill in behind it. So those parts become really important for it. But the kicker, the last thing that I'll note as it goes to playing a horde or maybe why people aren't going to play a horde, 10, 15 years ago, if I was playing this game, reaching over the table and moving that many <laughs> models over the course of a couple of days, I'd probably be more open to the consideration. Nowadays, even just playing my monsters, my demons, my back is sore. My knees are sore. That's just how it is. So there's definitely a physical toll that comes at playing, playing a horde army, uh, but you got to do it. Um, a lot of times with people playing a horde army, these are often passion projects, right? Yeah. Putting a lot of hobby Literally time. Literally a labor of love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, and often what do you see people doing with armies? Maybe not if it's, you know, beautifully painted, but you'll see people throwing models onto their display, uh, you know, case or tray, that sort of thing. If you're being more meticulous with how you move your models, it makes it a lot more, more difficult to do. But uh, I think those are really kind of the key points that I had around, you know, hordes playing for them, playing against them, that sort of thing. Remember, it is a scoring game. You got to score primary. You got to score secondary. Um, take your actions that do you do those two things. 
focus on doing that um, and don't focus on the other things that aren't related to it. But kicker, any final thoughts on this before we wrap it up? You know, I mean, like we said, it's labor of love. It's, it's a lot, a lot of minis to paint. Uh, it's a lot of minis to build and then paint, I should say, because yeah. just building is a chore on its own. And then, and then pick up after each game. Like I literally do a circle around the table two or three times. Like don't want to lose one little trooper that's hiding. So it, it is a, it is, it, it is something you, you are dedicated to, you're investing into, but at the same time, I think it's well worth it. It's just, you got to know that going in that this is not going to be just a pain to build or it's going to be a pain to after every game, just putting them away in your box. Like it, I'm always the last guy to leave a game because it takes me so long to put everything away but uh 100 worth it if, it if it is your jam uh oh you know man I'll, I'll tell you i have played everything from knights to to elite armies to yeah to horde and, and i gotta say man once you figure out the play style you like you just gotta go for it and enjoy it even if it means you gotta spend a little bit more time painting so like every time i tried to play something like a month ago i was trying to play knights i was just like no not not doing it for me not doing it for me so yeah guys uh you know, this hobby, it involves a lot of, it involves a lot of time, whether it's on the hobby desk or at the tournaments or after the tournaments picking up after yourself. So invest that time in, in what makes you happiest, whether it's painting a lot of miniatures and playing with a lot of miniatures or, or just going with the elite stuff. But Nick, I, I do agree though, man. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it can be a physical, uh, a physical uh, marathon sometimes. Yes. So yeah, you need to pace yourself. Sure. Uh, do we have anything in the frontline entertainment news that we want to chat on, Nick? Uh, not, or not, not, not particularly for this week. Um, Seth will be back to cover all the affiliates. Um, the one thing we'll definitely make sure, uh, to note, actually, I will actually, I, I said, no, I didn't, but then I realized yes, I got stuff to cover. Uh, Joe war games yes. live. He is an FLG, uh, affiliate here. So Joe will be at the battle to end Alzheimer's streaming this weekend where I will be playing. Uh, Joe is going to be streaming. We talked about it. Um, uh, so it's that event will be running Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to sit down and, uh, work on some, Maybe you're going to be painting up your Horde army yourself this weekend. Why not put Joe War Games Live on and see what's happening at the Battle 10 Alzheimer's? There's going to be a lot of great stuff going on at that event. Uh, so check that out. And then Joe will also be at Cherokee, obviously, the following weekend. So two great weekends in a row of coverage from Joe and the War Games. Joe is telling me how happy he is. He's just kind of hanging out there in the Carolina, the, the East Coast right now yeah. in Maryland. He's not having to travel too far. You know, it's it's short road trips for him right now. So he's very much enjoying that. Yep. Uh, JC's putting on Battle Tanzimers. Do we know how big the event is? It looks like it's a really big event, right? Uh, as of when I checked this afternoon, it is at 117 registered. There, nice. there are 120 tickets available, so there still may be a few open spots if you uh, want to come to Maryland and um, have uh, and, and and have the time to get here. By <laughs> although Wait, three tickets left, there's three, three tickets left. Three tickets left. Yep. Somebody buy those three tickets. It's for a good cause. Just do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, Nick, let's jump into some community highlights. I know that every Wednesday we post, uh, you know, on, on the Frontline Gaming Community page asking for people's hobby progress. What yeah. do we got this week? So first up, Carlos Gomez. This is an old uh, old world uh, lich priest. So from the uh, from the tomb tomb kings, uh, old world. It's so hot right now. Uh, yeah. it, it it really is. I kicker. I gotta admit, I've been listening to some content about old world with the reviews, and it's it's trying its darndest to get me to play the game, but I've oh, got no. too many commitments. It's trying real hard. Uh, but all right, yeah. all right, all right. We're not, this is just a thought exam. There's a thought ex exercise here, right? Just a little, you know, test. Mm -hmm. If you're going to play old world, what faction pick it one faction. Okay. So I, I played Skaven and fantasy, but Skaven are not part of the active thing for, yeah, they're, uh, they're for legacy old for world. old world now. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, so I probably wouldn't play them in that case. <laughs> I would, I would probably play dwarves then. Oh, dwarves. Yeah. yeah. I love dwarves. Dwarves yeah. are great. I, I mean, I loved Gimli and Lord of the Rings. That that was 
you know, and, and beards, drinking beer. Yeah. Those are things that I enjoy. So yeah. I would play dwarves. Yeah. Funny. That was actually my, uh, that, that's my, if I'm going to play old world, it's dwarves hands down. It's, it's hands yeah. down. They're just so cool, man. They're Plus so cool. some of, some of those models for Warhammer fantasy for the dwarves were just so good uh, yeah. as, as yeah. well. So that to me is, that's where I'd go for timeless, uh, timeless models, timeless yeah. models. Uh, but yep. Yeah, so Carlos, great work here on the, uh, tomb King priest next up. This is Daniel uh, uh, Galmond. I believe he's one of the Hobby Goblins, actually. And uh, this is his Locust Heavy Jeez. Destroyer. He says he's getting it ready for Cherokee. And I, yeah. Kicker, I anticipate he's not going to be the only one having <laughs> Necron Destroyers at Cherokee. So. Yeah, they're they're a little good right now. That, that's that's mm -hmm. okay. That's okay. And and you know what, though? It's okay if someone's running a really competitive meta list right now, as long as it looks as gorgeous as this, right? <laughs> this is beautiful. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Bobby Soto. And Bobby, I will be seeing at the Battle to End Alzheimer's this weekend. He's finishing up his uh, Tyranids. Uh, he's also got some Gaunts and other things like that where he he's, he calls them. Um, I'll see if I can find a picture <laughs> to share for next week. Uh, but Pickled Nids, where he's got like some of the, the, the Gargants or some of the other like smaller guys and uh, just kind of has green stuff. So it's kind of this almost like smooth head carapace but it looks like little pickles though uh, <laughs> and with the green coloring come on uh, but they're great bobby will be this is also a, an opportunity for me to shout out battle to end alzheimer's again uh so bobby will have those there uh kicker do these i think we talked about this movie franchise earlier but do these do these remind you of any particular <laughs> alien species yeah well, <laughs> they, they just just a little bit describe them for the people listening but they're black with green highlights uh and, and parts that are there so very much look like you know the aliens from alien aliens as far yeah. as the series and, and i say that not as a bad thing i say that as a compliment you know that's awesome we we talked about how we love those movies have you uh, ever seen i've seen somebody that did a a very simple like all black here in an army and they used a i guess a gloss top coat and it looked mm -hmm. it looked i mean it looked sick man it was such a simple paint job and it looked so good yeah. yeah sometimes that more monochrome right like it that really it's it's difficult to do and for it to pop but when you see a real artist do it though it is to me one of the most impressive things because it goes hard on the details the shading the highlighting it's yeah. i think one of the great things that's out there uh and then final one that we we have for today kicker this was making sure i get the name chris chance this yeah. is his gladiator uh he says that it just needs some edge highlighting on the black uh but this is a, this, yep, a gladiator space marine tank uh, we already talked about tanks and how they're pretty popular You're, you'll notice that he's got this with the assault cannon variant so maybe he's planning to use his tank <laughs> against hordes here's talking here just talking exactly that's my thought process yeah yeah uh gladiator tanks are really cool though i i you know as much as i like hordes i also love tanks you know i love tanks and hordes together uh the gladiator tank though man do you think we're gonna be seeing a resurgence of it no what do you think come on play some bets do you think we'll see quite a few gladiators at cherokee uh my if there's a good chance i'm running blood angels at cherokee and the list that i'm if I do run it has three, three of them, three. Okay. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> the gladiator tank. I actually, I actually really like the design of it as yeah. well. Cause you get, you get the grav tank element, but like it sort of looks like the old predator kit. So I think it's like a real nice mashup of what is supposed to be this forward thinking kind of grav tank, but also having some of that, just that design that you expect from the space Marine tanks yeah. that it is kind of blocky. So I, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I need to add a few more uh, to my collection. 
No, no, that's, that's awesome, man. Very, very cool. Yeah. I, um, well, I, I you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens at the battle to announce. I'm rooting for you, dude. You're playing, you're playing, you're running yep. your, 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 your chaos stuff. Your demon. I'm running demons. Yep. Yes. Yep. Excited for you, man. I'm slightly jealous. Okay. Extremely jealous. I might be going to a small tournament this weekend. I might not. It depends. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if I can get away for enough uh, all Saturday, um, it's just a small RTT, but I I've got my guard. I just finished uh, painting the last mana core that I wanted to there get. You go. So yeah, I've got a list ready to go. It's beautifully painted. So if I'm not playing that this weekend, I will be bringing my army to Cherokee to play in the after hours, you know, Friday night, Saturday night as well as during the meet and greet. So, yeah. so yeah, you will get to see my army. Maybe, maybe you and I should roll dice Thursday night before, before we uh, get going, man. I don't know. Yeah. We, we have not played. I mean, we've known each other and worked no, with each not. other now for about a year, but we haven't played. You don't, you don't truly know someone kicker <laughs> until you play game of 40 K against them. Right. Very true. Statement, Stare at them man. against the battlefield, look them in the eye, the pregame handshake. And then three hours later, that's yeah. when you actually know. somebody. yeah, do we do? We, we might hate each other. Who knows? We might hate each other. It depends how badly you beat me. Right. No, 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 no. Uh, no, I, I think that, you, you know, man, it's so funny because most of my friends are people that I've played a game just like randomly. And I'm like, oh, OK, now now we'll be besties forever. You know, you know, and that's just that's life, you know. Yeah. Uh, this, OK, well, all right. So you're playing. You're ready for your weekend. Uh, yep. You, you want to take us out, man? Yep, absolutely. As well, uh, audience, thank you for joining us for another episode of Signals from the Frontline. We hope you uh, enjoyed this one and then have a great week. We will see you back here next week when Seth and I preview Cherokee Open. Thanks, everybody. Good night, guys.